Hey, LA football fans, the Left Coasters here. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. And I am Tony. And if you enjoy the three of us bantering over NFL football, please feel free to give us a like on SoundCloud. Head to Apple Podcasts and give us a review and help this podcast grow. You can also find us at theleftcoasterspodcast.com. And guys, get ready for a show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the regular season of the Left Coasters podcast. Brian the Ballerina Balzarini, Matt Dangles, D'Angelo Antonio, and myself, Tony Cavallo, are here to walk you through the beginning of the 2017 NFL season. Welcome back, gentlemen. We're in it. Season two. We're going. Let's do it. It's good to be back. It's good to be back. I am pumped up right now because on Thursday we get full official NFL football. The games matter again. The games matter. The score is... In the record books. Everybody is 0-0. Zero and zero. Everybody's undefeated. And everybody except for the San Francisco 49ers have a chance to make it to the Super Bowl. <laughs> really? Even so the New York excited. Jets? I was going to say, even the Cleveland Browns? I just picked the name out of the hat. You picked one terrible team out of the hat. I picked the name out of the hat. Which is good. I like, I like where you went with that. Which is a little bit of segue because we're getting back to our regular games that we played all throughout last season, including Gravestones, where every, po- uh, every host of the podcast gets to kill a team that will not make it to the playoffs. That's going to come at the end of the intro section. We have our regular season pick'em starting again. Brian, the defending champion, is back at zero and zero against Dangles and myself, picking winners of every game in the NFL regular season. And we also begin the battle for LA, where we decide are we a Los Angeles Rams fan or are we a Los Angeles Chargers fan? And each of us are going to be going on a number scale to decide where where are we leaning every week. We're also going to break down the two games for the Chargers and the Rams in the later sections. And also, ladies and gentlemen. We have our regular contributors calling in, ready to give their picks for the NFC Championship game, the AFC Championship game, and the big game of it all, the Super Bowl. I feel like we're really bringing the heat to start Jam the season. Packed. We're you going know what for I mean? it, like, Jam packed. Let's get started on a big note. It's exciting, and we got to throw all our all our hats in the ring there because starting Thursday, we're off and running. You got to get your predictions in right now. I'm ready to go. Let's I'm do so it. I'm so ready to go. But before we get started, gentlemen, the preseason is over. We had a crazy rash of injuries. We had a crazy amount of games. There's still a suspension lo- looming over Ezekiel Elliott's head. We don't know the exact number of games at the time of recording. Right now it stands at six with the appeal process going. What I want to ask you guys is which team came out of the preseason looking the rosiest and which team came out of the preseason looking the worst? There were teams that came in with high hopes that now have been a little bit dashed. And then there are teams that came in sort of sleepers that now have shown their cards a little bit. What team's jumping out at you two? I'll start with a sleeper. I'll throw it at you, Dangs. Um, the Indianapolis Colts. Shut the fuck up. I had wanted, I'd actually wanted to bring that up with you because I think the acquisition of Jacoby Brissett as a quarterback there to uh, assumedly replace Scott Tolzien, who has just been a disaster of a, terrible. a quarterback. He's, He's a terrible quarterback. So bad. He's but they tried so to bad. cover it up, did they not? 
Did they not? I mean, they, their their PR team was was trying really hard to tell everybody, no, that's Scott Tolzien. Like, we have a lot of faith well, in Scott him. Well, Scott is going to be the week one starter, but Jacoby Brissett's going to start as soon as he's ready because guess who isn't ready? Dangles, Andrew Luck. Yeah. And they ain't winning the yeah, South I, in the I back realize, of Jacoby Brissett. I realize that, but, but they may not. He, look, is it totally out of the question for a rookie, for a young guy who was a backup to come in and blow things up? No, Dak Prescott did it last You're year. Right. We've seen it done before. It's not completely out of the question. I'm not saying that he's going to be a, an earth shaker there in Indianapolis. I'm not saying he's going to necessarily carry them to an AFC South title. Do I think he's capable of that someday? Eventually. We saw flashes of greatness from him uh, or or at least the, the potential the he talent when he played last year during Tom Brady's uh, suspension after Jimmy Garoppolo went down. This is a guy who was languishing as a third quarterback on the Patriots roster and now Indy gets to take advantage of him. He's got the league's leading receiver from last year in T.Y. Hilton to throw to. You love T.Y. Uh, Hilton. He's, well, but I'm just saying he's a weapon for him to use. I do like how Jacoby Brissett changes things and I love that the Patriots get Philip Dorsett. I have this. a question for you, Dangles. On that on that Patriots acquisition, you've lost Jacoby Brissett. Jimmy Garoppolo is in the free agency year. You're either going to have to pay him to be a backup, or he's going to leave for free money. He's gone. Or Tom Brady uh, is playing past 40 years old. As a New England Patriot, does this scare you a little bit? Are you prepared to give Jimmy Garoppolo money and see Tom Brady leave, or are you going to let Jimmy walk out and then you have who as your backup quarterback with Tom Brady at 40 plus? I think that they would go ahead and pay Jimmy G the backup money. I think that if it's going to be starter if, money to be a backup. If I know, and I I don't purport to, but if I if I know the you know the Crafts and Bill Belichick, who's obviously the GM there, like I feel like I know them as a fan. They're not going to let a talent like him walk away. They know that the clock is ticking on Brady, despite what he says about how great he feels playing at 40 and all that sort of stuff. And it's I love to hear that. I love that mindset as a, for a guy his age. But um, I, I think they I think they are going to pay Jimmy G to be the backup because his time is coming. I, I mean, yeah, he could probably go somewhere else, but his time his time is coming, and they uh, do not have any other options now with Jacoby Brissett uh, and now an Indianapolis Colt. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they're able to do with that situation because my my opinion is is he's going to get a shit ton of money. He's going to get a shit ton of money, so he's going to have to make a choice whether he wants to continue to be behind Brady for at least another one, two years potentially and wait for his time. But then again, you're also talking about a window that a quarterback has yep. to be successful. I, mean, I think you sit him down uh, if you're Belichick and you say, listen, I realize that you want to be on the field every single game and you deserve that and you've earned that, but you you know, but you know the situation with with Tom, and you know that he's still gonna play until he can't physically play anymore. We want you to be that guy. We want you to do. You know, we 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 see you as like an Aaron Rodgers who spent years on the bench. You know, watching Brett Favre, even though Brett didn't want to teach him anything. Uh, he would spent years learning, figuring out the playbook, and now look at him. You know, he's he's gonna be a Hall of Famer. He's he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I think Jimmy G has that potential. I think if you sit him down and say, listen, we want to put bet the farm on you. It's just a matter of time before. Brady gets out of here, and we want to. Here's your here's your contract. This is what we want to give you. It's tough to give mon- that much money to a person who's going to be sitting on the bench for any year in this NFL. But also with the Colts trading for Jacoby Brissett when you already have Andrew Luck. I mean, yes, Philip Dorsett was a bust in your system, but does making that trade for Jacoby Brissett kind of what's the deal with Andrew? Andrew's got a huge contract on the table. Yeah, that's that's true. But I mean, I don't think they brought in Jacoby Brissett to save the franchise. Yeah. I think he's a band-aid to, you know, put put on the on the wound, the open wound of not having Andrew Luck, yeah. who just came off the pup list, however, so we won't miss the, he. Uh, it's unclear how much uh, he'll miss, but it looks yeah. like the Colts are shooting to have him back before week seven. So that's good news if you're a Colts fan <laughs> uh, or if you're me, who's predicting them to win the AFC South. Um, <laughs> 
Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, and I, you know what? On the other hand, I do like the acquisition for the Patriots because this gives us a legitimate kick returner where we lost Julian Edelman, obviously because of the torn ACL, and Cyrus Jones is also on the DL for the Patriots. He was our other main returner. So this gives us a true burner, and you cannot yeah, teach does. the kind of speed that Philip Dorsett has. Very true. All right, guys, we got to answer the question because we got the guys ready to call in. Who's looking the best out of the preseason? Just give me a team. I think Kansas City's looking rosy. I like the way Kansas City's looking coming out of the preseason. I was going to say Carolina. Carolina's hot. Carolina's hot. Dangles, you got a team that's Carolina does, Carolina does look good. Baltimore had a decent preseason. Get out of Get here, out of Baltimore. Here, what are you just, watching? I said they had a decent, I said they had a decent preseason. New Orleans also Listen, looks good. New when, Orleans looks high-powered on offense. When you're a starting quarterback just returned to the field a couple of days ago, you did not have a good preseason. Let's, uh, before we move on, who had the worst preseason? It has to be Dallas, right? Who has had a worse preseason than the Dallas Cowboys? I, with the I, injuries, with the suspensions, with everything hanging over their head. I'm going to throw the Jacksonville Jaguars out there. Another Ooh, good they answer. Really, good answer. Really, really terrible preseason. They, they thought they were going to have an answer at quarterback by the end of this preseason. They not only don't have an answer, it pretty much doesn't include Blake Bortles in the future. Oh, my God. It's tough. Poor Dougie I, Fresh. Can I throw one thing out there? Two teams I'm really proud of, the, the Cleveland Browns. And the Miami Dolphins, they found their quarterbacks. They're going into the season with a guy. With a guy. Correct. You with know? a guy. We don't know if it's the guy, but with a guy. But Jay Cutler is looking good under Adam Gase. And and uh, and uh, Deshaun Kaiser looks like it looks like he's a good player. To, I just got so excited. Job. I just got so excited. We get to see Jay Cutler on Red Zone this Sunday. Jay oh, Cutler's man. back, baby. The Cutler is back. Oh, man. Wouldn't be, wouldn't be, the, NFL, wouldn't right. be the NFL season without All him. right, let's get to these phone calls. we got a couple of the contributors coming up. First on the line is Mr. Alex Alche. Alex Alche, you probably know him. Uh, he's been on the show several times. He's also uh, one half of the duo that make up the Chafe and Cheese podcast. Shooting the Breeze with Chafe and Cheese is the name. Uh, I am a uh, sometimes contributor on there as uh, a senior Delhi News correspondent, I believe is my official show title. That's right. Is that right, Alex? That's absolutely correct. Thanks for the shout. Well, no, absolutely. And please check out uh, Shooting the Breeze with Chafe and Cheese. You can find them on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's a fun listen. Uh, I, I enjoy getting I, – I, sometimes I'll listen to it in the morning when I'm getting ready for work. It's crazy. It's, it's, it is crazy. Uh, you should definitely check it out. A lot of fun. Uh, Alex, I want to start with you because uh, – and this is – an I have an interesting question because you're a giant. You're a Giants fan, and uh, uh, as you may know, I chose the Giants as my Mary for the NFC East. Uh, this sure year, did. I did, I did, and you you sound you sound a little bit confused. Uh, do you do you think that I I'm bold in making that prediction? Do the Giants stand a chance p- to potentially I think it's win bold the East? And I like it. I'm smi- I'm smiling through the phone right now. It makes me glitter with glee that you picked them to marry. And uh, I just want to preface this with Tony sent me a text yesterday out of the blue, saying I would be the happiest man. I I wish. No one to get hurt in the NFL, but I would be the happiest man in L.A. if Eli went down and we got to see Geno Smith. So, Tony, being the douche that he is, hating the Giants, I think it's a great pick. I think the offense of the Giants is electric this year. Yes, we don't really have a running game, but the passing game is going to be so effective that Shane Vereen will be able to run through the holes. It's going to be fine. Um, our defense is fantastic, and we're, we're – Picking up Brandon Marshall only increased our chances of winning the whole goddamn NFC. I love the Mary Dangles, and I appreciate it. 
Alex, uh, it wasn't the happiest man in all of L.A. It was the happiest man in all of California. And I said that oh, because right, right. the entire state, I forgot. I said that because there would be nothing better than to sit next to you on Red Zone Sunday. And when they cut to the Giants, see the heart jump into your throat because you don't know whether Gino was going to throw a 40-yard bomb for a touchdown or a pick six. It would be a wonderful, wonderful just little five <laughs> seconds of anticipation. I can't wait for it. So you love the Giants, my man, and you think they're going to do well this year. Give me right now your NFC championship game winner and loser. You think it's going to be the G-Men? It's going to be the Giants versus the Packers. And as always, Eli will impress and take down Aaron. God, I hate you so much. I hate you so much. (laughs) All right, so let's let's move off to the AFC. What do you have for the championship game there? Raiders, Patriots. Okay, Raiders, New England. Does Oakland take it? That's the game we all wanted, right? Yes, it is. So then who do we have in the Super Bowl, and who is your Super Bowl champion, my man? Week one is on the doorstep. Giants, Raiders in the Super Bowl. Everyone's thinking Packers, Pats, no fucking way. Giants, uh, Giants, Raiders, and the Raiders will unfortunately knock off Eli. I think it's their time. Lynch is back. And Derek Carr. Everyone is fired up. Yeah, Derek Carr. We're Derek. going with Derek Carr and his country music awards for Alex Alche. Thanks for calling in, buddy. We will obviously have you in in the future. All right, guys. Love you. Later. All right, and next up we have the man, the myth, the legend, Drew Schaefer Crookston. So you're in Dallas, Texas, I hear. Uh, that is correct. Uh, I came uh, over to the great state of Texas to witness the Michigan Wolverines roll of the Florida Gators yesterday. Very fun, very fun. So getting ready to head, uh, get on a plane and go back to Cali couple hours. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, first question for you. Detroit Lions, what do you think about this new uh, contract with Matt Stafford? Good, bad, indifferent? Ultimately, I would say uh, indifferent, moving towards good. I mean, you know, the guy is obviously proven he's a, a durable uh, weapon in the NFL, but clearly being the top paid player is a little, uh, <laughs> he's got a lot of pressure on him, you know, so we're going to see what happens this year, but I, I have no issue with the Lions signing him long term. I think it's a Ultimately, a good move, and if we get some pieces around him, I think uh, we could do some damage. Yep, still in the rebuilding mode 60 years later. Um, <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, hey, we're, 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 we we just have to take the next step. We made the playoffs three of the last five years. She's got to take the next step, so we'll see if we can do it. I agree. I agree. Hopefully they can uh, stay healthy, get some help on that defensive line. Any chance they make Correct. the playoffs, Drew? You know, Tony, I, I, I would like to think uh, they'd be in it for a wild card. I looked at their schedule actually this morning, knowing that I have to make a prediction on it. I'm going to have them at 9-7. I really think that uh, I think nine wins is a good number for them. Taking that uh, over. Ten. I'm going to take the over. I will take the over on their win total. They have three primetime games. Did you guys realize that? Yeah, yeah. they do. They, yeah, got, they, they do. got some really nice yeah. games. That's what happens when you're a playoff team. Welcome to Green Bay I land. Guess. So listen, my man, my, NFC Championship, yeah. who do you have winning and losing that game? It's Cowboys fever down here, and I, I will say I've drank the Kool-Aid. I have the Dallas Cowboys playing the Seattle Seahawks in the NFC Championship game. Oh, that, that hurts. I would hate watch that game so hard. What do you have for the AFC Championship game? I'm going with a chalky, very chalky uh, prospect in the Oakland Raiders playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in the AFC Championship. Ooh, oh, like what, what happens to New England? What the definition of chalk doesn't include New England? Well, you know, uh, Oakland has the most bets in Vegas. I think it's kind of a sucker bet but um i'm drinking the kool-aid on the raiders i think they're tough new england i don't know i all i can say is i think the uh acquisition of joe hayden for the steelers get out of here last year on this contract i just think i think i think the steelers riding the sunset on ben roethlisberger last year how about that for prediction i'm pretty i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna blame your hangover for that so who do you have for the super bowl i have uh you want the matchup i want the matchup in the winner yeah 
Well, uh, like I said, I'm on the Pittsburgh Steelers winning the whole gosh darn thing this wow. year, beating the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl. I got Steelers over Seahawks. Wow. Okay, Drew. Thank you very much for calling. Is that us. A rematch of uh, what? 2005, I think it was. 2006. That was held in Detroit. The yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Ford Field. Oh, it was 05. That's right. Because 06 was in Jacksonville. That's right. That's Unbelievable. Right. Thank you very much, Drew. We will absolutely have you on the left coast in the future. And hey, buddy, football's back. Go Lions. Go Lions. See you guys. And now on the line, we have Mr. Chris Saunders. How are you feeling out there, buddy? Well, I'm not drunk yet. Not drunk yet? <laughs> I don't believe you for one second. Okay, well. so you have the Bears. You're staring straight down their future. What do they look like with uh, Mitch Trubisky leading the team? What do they look like with Mike Glenn and the team? And what do you want to see this year? Um, if Mike Glennon's the starting quarterback, we are 1 in 15 and challenging the Jets to the number one overall pick. Woof. Okay. Bleak. Yeah, if Trubisky's a, a starter, which unless John Fox wants to lose his job by week three, uh, Trubisky's a starter. This is bold. We go ten and six, and we we push for a wild card. Amazing. <laughs> Whoa! You what? did just say you're not drunk, Whoa. right? What? Glennon is a slow giraffe. We agree with you there. I'm absolutely agree with you there. Zero rating. He just looks awful. I think he just killed Dangles. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to figure it out. One of the best running backs in the NFL. The wide receiver stable is questionable on a good day. That's that's being kind. The wide receiver is below. But that's why that's why you need Trubisky because the guy the guy you know comes out and says no negative plays. The guy can run. He doesn't stare down his receivers like Glenn. And he doesn't he looks good. on one target and just sit there. He looks good. I mean, Trubisky is the leader. He's going to elevate the play of everyone else around the team. And I think our defense is healthy. Remember last year we had like 8 billion guys on IR. Our defensive healthy is not bad. We were actually, I think, a top 15, almost a top 10 defense last year. That's Granted, good. That, that's because we couldn't score any points. <laughs> and all they were doing was yeah, uh, details. You know, putting ten in the box. But hey, man, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be so angry about your wide receiver core. You do have Kendall Wright, who is really good in Madden 08. So you know, you got when he when he wants to play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the Chicago game's looking a little bit bleak unless you have Trubisky out there, the golden child. What do you have for the right. NFC Championship game, my man? NFC Championship, I've got uh, probably the Cardinals and not the Falcons. Probably Cardinals Panthers. Oh, I, I like that. That'd be a fun That's game a sexy game. I'd watch that game, yeah. That's a sexy game. Okay, and what do yeah. you have for the AFC Championship game? Oh, it's the Patriots, and then it doesn't matter. All right, versus <laughs> doesn't matter. Not at all. The Patriots are going to – they might they, they might go 19-0. and 0. So then do you have they, New, New England in the Super Bowl versus whom? It doesn't matter. Okay. It's New England by a mile. All right, New like England to, by I a like mile. I like to hear that. Thank you very yeah, much. Brand, Brandon Cooks, holy crap. It's just not fair. It's, it's not fair. It's going to be It's going to be Now Dorsett. Now, now, now they have Dorsett. Yeah, Dorsett's oh, an afterthought on a great team. He but just fleeced Jacoby Brissetti. Fleeced Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chris, Come thank on. you so I much. I would have given him Glennon for like a seventh round pick. I would have given him a seventh round pick. <laughs> <laughs> Glennon. Belichick just might have taken that. Oh, Unbelievable. Thank you, Chris. We will have you on in the future. And hey, buddy, Sunday, football time. I know, I know. Have fun, guys. See you. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. And last but not least, our NBA correspondent, Mr. Thomas Jones Wortham. What up, TJ? How you doing? Fellas, fellas, thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. Thank you for being here, bud. I'm happy to have you back. 
I wish I could have you here so we could talk for at length about the Kyrie trade to my beloved Celtics, but we're running out of time, and it's week one of the NFL. The question is, are you ready for your Panthers? I think the question is, is the league ready for the Panthers, if you ask me? <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's a good question. You, know I mean? you got high hopes for them this year? Uh, you know, I think this year it's all about uh, being humbled by last season. You know, the, the Super Bowl hangover is gone. They say happiness is a function of expectation. With that monkey off their back, I think they can play loose, have some fun. They got Christian Cadillac McCaffrey mixing it up. I'm sure you guys could explain it way better than me, but I think he opens up the playbooks. I think that's fair to say. His, his versatility can do some things for them offensively. Absolutely. All truth. Yeah, so uh, no more dabbing. Time to get back to the X and O's and – Put some work in for sure. I like it. I like it a lot. Does that mean you have them in your NFC Championship game? What do you got for that game? Come on, baby. Come on. I do. I do. Of course. <laughs> can I? Can I tell you first? Can I give you my season prediction? Are we going through that? Sure. Whatever you want. Thirteen and three, baby. Oh we wow. To, we lose to the Patriots, right? We split with the Saints. We split with the Falcons. We lay the smack down the Packers, December seventeenth. No doubt about that. I'll see you then. The, uh, we go up to the NFC Championship game against the Saints. Against the Saints? Against wow. Drew Brees and the Saints? The South is going to hold it down, baby. I got some good feeling for that team this year. Man, okay, so bold. you got Carolina versus New Orleans in the uh, NFC Championship game. Who do you have in the AFC Championship game? Uh, Patriots and fill in the blank. Damn, another one. Patriots against the— You don't the, think it matters either. It's the Patriots it's... League and everyone else is playing it. I think so, man. I don't see them slowing down. I mean, do you guys agree? Oh, 100%. They, they look are good. stacked this year, just at almost every single position. They're Stop stacked. drooling, Dangles. I'm so, sorry. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. People so in they, England are going crazy. Finally, my man, the league begins this weekend. Who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Time to put your money where your mouth is, man. Oh, I mean, I'm, I'm pushing all my chips to the middle of the table. Panthers beating the Patriots 24 to 17. Wow. And we got a score. I'm writing it down. I'm writing <laughs> it down. So they 24 to 17. In a rematch of the 03 game, and they win. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, there yeah. it is. MVP status. We're, we're coming back this year. Julius like Peppers it. back on the team. He remembers that game. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Probably better than he wants to. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, thank you very much, TJ. We will absolutely have you in here to talk about not only football, but the L.A. basketball scene because oh. we got balling out. It's time to ball out. Chris Paul's gone, you know. We got Lonzo Ball, so much to talk about. And I, I just want to congratulate you guys on all the new stuff you got going with the show, uh, all the new stuff I'm seeing online, the websites, the Instagram, all the stuff you did at training camp, the logo, the music. Congratulations. I'm excited for the season. Thank you, TJ. Thank We're you, excited buddy. To have Appreciate you. it very much. All right, buddy. Talk to you later. All right, you guys. Have a good one. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was our wonderful intro section. That's how the regular season is going to go. We're going to come in. We're going to talk about what happened the week prior. We're going to give you our gravestones at the end of every intro section, which is coming up next. Then we're going to dive into the battle for L.A., questions from the fans, and finally pick them at the end. We hope you like the show. This is the Left Coasters Podcast. And, guys, let's get to gravestones. Let's rock and roll. Left Coasters. Gentlemen. We are here at the beginning of the 2017 season. We are time to start the game that we fell in love with last year. It's the Gravestone game. And for those listening at home, if you haven't heard us do this before, every week the three hosts here are going to pick one team in the NFL to give a Gravestone to, to put into the ground for the 2017 season, meaning they are not going to make it into the playoffs at the end of the year. We're starting right now. Before games have even begun, we are confident enough to throw one team into the grave and say, you're not making it. You're not good enough. And by the end of the year, we will have killed, hopefully, all but the 12 playoff teams, and whoever has done the most correctly wins the Gravestone game. 
Me and Brian tied last year. Dangles was one off. And we killed Miami very early, and they ended up making the playoffs. So mistakes can happen. There is a caveat, though, guys. And I'm throwing this at you right off the jump. So each of us are going to go one by one and give our gravestone to whatever team we see fit. And the uh, the first host to go this week is Brian, because he won the league pick'em last year. And the, te- the person who wins every week pick'em gets to go first in the gravestones the next week. Because if Brian picks, let's say, the Green Bay Packers to give a gravestone to today, that means Dangles and I cannot pick the Green Bay Packers that week Ooh. and must pick another team. Ah, we didn't do this last year. We did not. <laughs> fun. We did not. No, I like it. It's a, this fun, is a it's fun. fun addition. I like it. Add so, some stakes to it. So for this week, due to the standings from last year, Brian, you're going first. Then it's me, and I'm sorry, Dangles, you are last. But if you want to not go last, I can go last. I got three teams I'm I'll ready go to last. kill. That's just fine. I think I can have three or four teams I can I can go with. So If um, there's a week to do it, to, to go second or third, it's week one. So, Brian, without any further ado, you have all 32 teams at your disposal. Which team are you ready to kill for the 2017 season? The New York Jets. Damn. See you later, New York. Brian is ready to kill you. Why? I. They don't have a quarterback. And the quarterbacks they do have, none of them can do the job. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. Oh, cheer up. They just added uh, Jermaine Curse and shipped off one of their best defenders. And ah, that Sheldon was a Richardson. terrible trade. Was awful. Who gives Seattle more? Uh, it makes me so mad. It makes me so mad. More, more fuel on defense? Oh, man. That's a huge game huge for game. them. Sheldon Richardson huge is a game. beast off the line. So there you go. So they're losing They're losing their best players, and they're gaining next to nothing, and they still don't have a question, uh, an answer to their question at quarterback. Okay, so due to those rules, Dangles and I cannot kill the Jets this week, but next week, Dangles, they are open to us for killing. I am up next. I am ready. I'm sorry, fans of the Bay Area, but your San Francisco 49ers are not making the playoffs this year. We are burying them in the ground. Good night, San Fran. You just don't have any hope. You have a new head coach who's, oh, it's okay for him to lose this year. He's going to have a longer leash than the past four coaches before him. He has a quarterback named Brian Hoyer who is, it's he's on the median line. There's You can get a lot better than Brian Hoyer. You can get a lot worse. But the thing is, Brian Hoyer does not get you into the playoffs, it, especially with the team that's built around him. San Fran, I'm sorry, you're dead to me. And it doesn't help that they have the, the second hardest schedule. San Fran's out. Dangles, you cannot kill the Jets. You cannot kill San Fran, but the rest of the league's open to you. Who are you killing? Well, I think as much as I like that they are going all in on youth, I am giving my gravestone to the Cleveland Browns yep. this week. Oh man, that hurts. I know, and I don't like doing it because I love what I'm like what I'm seeing. I love the roster moves. I love they're going all in on Deshaun Kaiser. They got rid of Brock Osweiler, who is now back with the friggin' Broncos somehow. How does that happen? Gets to back up because because Paxton Lynch is a, is at a questionable health status. Shoulder injury. Uh, and Elway needed a guy to come back. And no, no, he no, no, knows, no, no, he no, 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 no. It's because Paxton but, Lynch stinks. Uh, yes. That's but, why they got someone else. But unfortunately, else. I just think youth is going to be the downfall of they just between. There is no, there are, among the quarterbacks on their roster, they have exactly zero wins in the NFL. None. So uh, I'm I'm I, I have high hopes for Cody Kessler. I have high hopes for Deshaun Kaiser. I think they're going to be a fun team to watch. But they are in a division that is going to probably be won by the Pittsburgh Steelers and a Cincinnati Bengals team that I think could potentially play well, and a Baltimore Ravens team that if Joe Flacco stays healthy could potentially be a dark horse as well. You should never count out Baltimore. So Cleveland, I'm sorry. I love what you're doing, but I'm putting you in the ground today. And that's it. That's it for our Week One gravestones. We will revisit. This again every week, and at the end of the season, we'll be having to dole out two at a time to make sure that we kill 
all the other teams except for the final 12 that reach the holy land of January and get to fight for the Super Bowl. So that's it, guys. Gravestones up next, the battle for L.A. All right, gentlemen, up next is the section why we are here. We are the Left Coasters podcast because Brian, Matt, and I are three transplants living in Los Angeles, growing up around the USA, have loves for different teams coming from where we came from, but now we live in Los Angeles where two NFL teams now call home. We have two NFL teams vying for our fandom, and each week we're going to break down what they did the week prior, we're going to preview the week ahead, and we're going to decide... This week, are you leaning more to being a Rams fan or are you leaning more to being a Chargers fan? The way we're going to do that is a number scale, where the number one is you are a diehard true blue Chargers fan and the number 10 is you are ramming it all the way home and anywhere you fall in between the way you lean. But before we get there, guys, week one is ahead. We have two games to break down. We have the Indianapolis Colts led by for today, Scott Tolzien for tomorrow, Jacoby Brissett for next month, maybe Andrew Luck. Who knows who starts on Sunday? My money's on Tolzien. He's coming to play Jared Goff, Sean McVay, and the Rams in the Coliseum. And Monday night, we have the L.A. Chargers, the newly minted L.A. Chargers, heading to Denver to Mile High to play Mr. Trevor Seaman himself and my pick to win that division, the Denver Broncos. Guys, first off, which game are you more excited to tune into? I'm more excited for the Monday Night Football game with the Chargers. That's going to be fun. Because it's a divisional matchup that has so much weight in it, and it's going to set the tone for both of those teams right out of the gate. And it's it's at Denver, so if the Chargers can walk out of that with a victory, that's a huge swing Absolutely. in their favor. A huge swing in Absolutely. their favor. So that's why. I am actually looking more forward, I think, to the uh, Sunday afternoon tilt between Indianapolis and Los Angeles. This is a great way for them to sneak in a win, the Rams, start the season off right, get a win against an Indianapolis team that does not have a quarterback that, that really has proven himself yet. We don't know what Jacoby Brissett's going to look like or if he's even going to start this game. No he may, he may He probably won't have enough of a handle on the play offensive playbook. Uh, to be under center at that point. But I think it's a great opportunity at home opening up the season for Jared Goff to come out, hang 400 yards on a crummy defense, Absolutely. and show the world that why he was the number one draft pick in 2016. I think the LA Rams have the best chance to come out of the gates firing because this indie team honestly stinks. I think this indie team's bad. They're missing their number one corner. They're missing Andrew Luck. They're throwing... Uh, who knows what can happen with Indy? I think LA Rams should kill this team. Brian, do you agree? I, I I do agree, and I think it's also going to be in, in on the shoulders of Sean McVay to have a the the playbook out and ready, raring to go because we know he's got an extensive extensive coaching resume, coaching against teams very well. Yeah. So what are you, what are you scheming? Yeah. What are you doing? Where what are your halftime adjustments? Mm-hmm. You know, you, if you if you have a slow start and things are going to look 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 hard for you guys with the young quarterback at the helm, um, that's. That's going to be interesting to see. The one thing we do obviously still have to keep an eye on is the status of Aaron Donald. Um, we're fingers crossed that he is going to be reporting to practice. Uh, that'll probably be indicative of where things are at. But my understanding, as I was reading in on it, they, that um, there were some representatives from the Rams who flew to Atlanta to meet with his uh, his team of agents, and it didn't sound like they left there any closer to a deal. But Sean McVay has been talking on the phone with Aaron Donald from what Sean says uh, on a, a semi-frequent basis and uh, reminding him how much they they miss him and talking about what they're trying to do and how he fits in and all that sort of stuff. I mean, this is obviously, that's the the one big thing they need to wrap up because it's going to be a distraction off the field in addition to leaving a huge hole on the interior of that defensive line. And And I'm a little worried if the Rams do lose this game by a touchdown, a field goal, small margin, 
will the fans scream and yell at Sneed for not getting this deal done? Seriously. They, Absolutely. As they should. As they should. Uh, the, the Sean McVay, he had a great great quote that's on an ESPN article talking about Aaron Donald. He goes, I've kind of been chasing him around like I'm chasing a girl in high school. I loved that quote. I was reading that same that same article. and uh, how Guys, when was the last time an NFL player actually missed games on a holdout? I honestly can't recall. I think the last person to, to hold miss games because of a holdout was probably Cam Chancellor. I can't rem- he I held can't out, remember. He held out a few years ago uh, and came back, I think, after two weeks into the season of, of, of holding out. No they, way. They, wow. so they then, took care of that. So, I mean, if you if you, Aaron Donald sits out of week one, this is a game that they can win, honestly, probably with or without Aaron Donald because Indy stinks that much. But Aaron Donald is no doubt your best player on your team. How are you not throwing the, the whole – give him stock in the L.A. Rams. Give him whatever he wants. Absolutely, and get him locked down for a long-term contract so you can start doing the, what you need to do. Start winning games on the field. It's getting to a point where all of us, we haven't talked about this situation as much because we've been sitting there going, like, this is a no-brainer. Hands Sign in the, the air. Man. What are we going to do? Man. This is a no-brainer. Sign yeah. the man. How has it taken this long? I, Ridiculous. I, again, I think it's gonna, it falls on Snead. It mm-hmm. falls on the money people. The people making decisions in the front office and and not just get, and not getting it done and not feeling and, and also too you hear a lot of these stories come out that it has a lot to do with the front office rapport with the representation of that player. Hmm. So we've seen situations where the player drops his representation to get the deal done. So then the players who are definitely on the field and before we move on to the Chargers, the Rams players who are definitely on the field, who needs to step up? We already talked about Goff to have this win in the banks. We got, I love the McVay, but McVay is going against a veteran coach in Pagano. Pagano will throw. Good plays at McVay. I expect Goff to have a big day. What else do you see? I, I think the easy answer is Jared Goff, but for me, it's going to be Sammy Watkins. You I think, want Sammy to come out? Well, I don't want Sammy Watkins to. I, I would love for him to pull off a you know a, an eight banger with mm-hmm. you know you know 150 yards receiving, 200 yards receiving. But I I would be very happy with him if he had two to four receptions and one touchdown. Like that would be an improvement from last year where the offense was so inept. Like, let's get the player, the ball, who we fear the most or the defense fears the most mm-hmm. that we're looking directly at. Like, show your dominance. You are a an elite player in this league. You've got a good quarterback. I want to see Sammy Watkins get used fast, early, and often. Dangles. I think it's got to be the secondary of the yeah. Rams' defense. I think you're gonna. I'm going to be watching very closely. LaMarcus Joyner, Tremaine Johnson, Maurice Alexander, they better uh, Kayvon pick, Webster. These guys. They better pick the shit out of Scott Yeah, Tolzien. they really do need to because this is an opportunity for— for them to again make a statement in the first uh the first game of the season we will not we're not going to be messed with this year we yep. are a legitimate threat and yep. let's assume that Aaron Donald isn't on the field by then and we're doing it all without the best guy on our defense you know, so be ready for it you know what would make me very happy in this game is if Gurley eclipses 100 yards yes. and also if we yes. see this is what I wanted from Goff last year I want to see five to seven throws over 20 yards in the air they don't even need to be completed I want to see you take the shots Sammy so that's the Rams before we move on to the Chargers guys who do you have winning that game Rams or Indy I have the LA Rams I have the LA Rams I'm also taking Los Angeles for that one. boom let's go Rams ram it baby moving on to the Chargers what do they have to do to beat Denver in Denver Philip Rivers has to have oh, himself a day. All day. Uh, he's going to need to. Uh, <laughs> he's going to need to do some big things against that defense, which did just lose one of its better secondary uh, pieces in T.J. Ward, who was released. Um, so I think it's an opportunity for Philip Rivers to go after them. Another bit of good news for the Chargers is that Mike Williams was yeah. taken off the pup list, and yeah. uh, they are shooting to have him in uniform for Week One, which is huge. Uh, hopefully, there won't be too much of a gap in terms of being able to develop a rapport with Philip Rivers, but he makes wide 
wide receivers out of nobodies. So um, I think Keenan Allen needs to have a strong start to the season. He needs to not tear his ACL uh, half an hour into the season. Oh, my God. And, um, and the defense, obviously, you know, I think they, they're going to have to come up and, and put a lot of pressure and keep Trevor Simeon on his behind a lot. That's where I'm going to go with it. I think Bosa. I think yeah. Bosa and Melvin Ingram have to be able to get to the quarterback and and do what the other side of the ball is going to presumably do a decent amount of, uh, getting pressure on the quarterback. If we if they can follow suit and get more pressure on on a on a Trevor Seaman on a on a deep on an offensive lineman, I'm not I'm not going to stop calling him that. Uh, the offensive line uh, is is not as good as it used to be. It's not the mm-hmm. staple of the Denver Broncos mm-hmm. organization uh, of past. I think the defensive line is going to be the thing that my eyes are going to go to every single play on defense. Defense. I want I want Bosa in the backfield. I want sacks. I want turnovers. I want fumbles. It's a turno. It's going to be a turnover game, and it's going to be a win by a field goal. Melvin Gordon, I think, is the other thing has the potential. He, he needs to have a huge game on the ground for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. I was actually going to disagree with you a bit, Dangles, because Denver is built to stop the pass. They have great rushing QBs. They have a, a, a rushing DNs. They have amazing cornerbacks and rangy linebackers. But what they don't have is that run-stopping defensive tackle. So if Melvin Gordon can start picking away early five to seven yard rushes give philip a little bit of help on play action passes i think that's the way to beat this team guys who are you picking to win this game chargers the chargers going to denver and win early are you kidding me i said this earlier when we were picking the uh the um schedules or excuse me the records for the chargers this was a win right off the bat for me i still think it is dangles i think denver wins this game i am with dangles i'm going with denver but if dangles and i are acting like we did last year it means the Chargers are going to win because brian seems to always be right it's true. So before true. we move on in the battle for LA, me. before we move on in the battle for LA, where are you leaning? One is a diehard Chargers fan. Ten is a diehard Rams fan. I don't know where I'm, I'm probably leaning, because the Chargers are a better team with higher hopes for the playoffs. Like if you put the Chargers versus the Rams, the Chargers are probably going to win that game on the field. But for some reason, I like the players on the Rams. I love Goff. I want to see Gurley come back to form. I like Sammy Watkins and his dreads. I love the kid Sean McVay. I wanted to be the boy wonder coach that he could be. So I'm probably going at a seven. I'm a seven right now leaning towards the Rams. Put me down for a seven. Where are you guys? I think you can put me at about a six uh, on the Rams side of things. I love the underdog story. I think that's what's driving the narrative of the underdog story. You know, this is a team that nobody thinks can win, uh, a team that is struggling in a pretty public way to get its best player signed to a contract, a team that went out of its way to draft a quarterback that a lot of people maybe said, hmm, there was another quarterback who could have been even better if you you snatched him up. But uh, a lot, a team with a lot to prove and uh, a big hill to climb and a young head coach who I think is ready to do it. Uh, I'm I'm pumped about the Rams this year. So put me down for a six. Uh, put me down for a five. I'm going to be that guy. I think for me, the factor of swaying in one direction or the other will be the coaching. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very interesting to see once once adversity hits those locker rooms, because it will happen. Losses will either pile up or injuries will happen. Setbacks will occur. I'm going to be very interested to see where Sean McVay and Anthony Lynn take their teams when when trouble starts. That's who I will have the most faith in because that's the future. They're both two new coaches. I want to see where they're what the direction of their program is, how they treat. I, I'm I'm excited for both of them. I think they're going to be both fun to watch. Um, I love the I love the underdog tale. I love the high expectations. I love StubHub. <laughs> I love the I love the grittiness of of the, of the jerseys. You know the L.A. Rams. I love the, the the whites back. It's there's a lot to be excited for. I'm on the fence. 
I'm not I'm not ashamed to say so it. So like a true Detroit Lions fan, he's going eight and eight right down the middle. So there we go. That is our battle for Love LA up. section. Next week we'll be breaking down the games we just talked about, previewing the future, and hopefully Brian will make a stance on where he feels that he is a oh, fan it'll of. Be quick. And it'll then be quick. before we get to the pick'em where Brian defends his championship, we do have questions from the fans coming up next. Let's go, guys. And now we have a little breaker section before the pick'em. It's time for questions from the fans. As always, you can send us questions via the website, theleftcoasterspodcast.com. There's a contact form there you can fill out and send the questions. Or you can email us at theleftcoasterspodcast at gmail.com. Please feel free to send us questions. This is the section every week we will answer some of these questions. The first one comes from Mr. Gray from Santa Barbara, California. And his question is, with Tampa Bay getting T.J. Ward, does that make them the favorites to win their division in the South? Gentlemen, what do you think about the T.J. Ward signing in Tampa? It's a great question. Uh, I don't know if it makes them the favorites. I think it, it is a... I think it shores up what what you know is already going to be, I think, a strong defense. Mm-hmm. Um, they've definitely got some some playmakers down there in, in Gerald McCoy and Brent Grimes, uh, who, uh, who every time I feel like every time there's someone getting a pass thrown to them and like smoking a receiver and hard knocks, it's they're always it's always Brent Grimes on the other end just getting <laughs> absolutely burned so hopefully that's not like uh that's not something to look out for like mike evans just smoking him deshaun jackson just completely breaking his, and then his wife on, losing like, it on the sidelines yeah, like i just so i hope this is not I, I hope this is not a um a bellwether for the season but i mean he is he is a veteran safety he mm-hmm. was a huge part of that super bowl defense mm-hmm. in 2015 i think he gives them a big leg up and he's um, a steal at one year he, five million he is a st- oh yeah one year five million that's an absolute steal i don't don't know if it if it puts them into an elite tier with the Atlanta Falcons and potentially the Carolina Panthers, depending on which team we see. But um, I, I love the pickup. It definitely gives them I it increases their chances in my mind of them uh, potentially winning that division. And let's not forget who is his coach, Mike Smith. Mm-hmm. He's a, an incredible defensive minded coach. To mm-hmm. answer the question specifically, no, it doesn't for me because I think it's again the Tampa Bay model being getting better through free agent acquisitions, getting pieces as opposed to grooming them and getting them and bringing so to me i i lend because of the history of the nfl teams who generally get better in the offseason via free agency don't typically live up to expectations yeah. it's a it's a it's a high mark and this late in the game he's going to have a chip on his shoulder which is going to help but i think there's a there's a considerable amount of evidence to, to show that it, it, it's not going to be a huge swing I, I personally love this signing. Because, it's great. Well, because not only do you have the chance to add a former Pro Bowl player to the back end of your defense, where you maybe had a hole and you're looking to fill that hole, it's a cheap contract, but also it's a no-lose situation. If T.J. Ward doesn't play up to his billing, they can cut him. They already have the money. They know they could spend that $5 million. They weren't going to spend it elsewhere. If he doesn't live up to the either billing, way they see you later. Co- either way, they yeah. eat the contract. Exactly. So this is a completely you know cheap money to pay for a former Pro Bowl player who could come in and be a leader veteran presence on this defense well, you know brings, McCoy's going to keep him in line so let's see what he has he to brings do. playoff experience exactly. to a defense Absolutely. that doesn't really have any exactly so I like the signing no I don't believe it brings him over the edge because Atlanta and Carolina are that good but they're competitive and it makes the south even that more interesting it's a great now, question yes great question yes thank, thank you, you for that and again send your questions along we will answer them here every section but next is my favorite we get to pick real games and see who's gonna win moving on baby Woo! Let's go,
And here we are, gentlemen, the final section before we move on. We have the pick'em. For every week, we're going to sit here and we're going to pick winners for each and every game played in week one, week two, week three as we go along. We're going to keep track of the records, and whoever has the most wins at the end of the season wins the left coaster's regular season crown. But for now, I'm going to kick it over to the reigning, defending, undisputed champion of the 2016 NFL regular season pick'em challenge, Mr. Brian Ballerina Balzarini. Let's get this started. Woo! Schedule. Here we are. Thursday, September 7th, 2017. Can't wait. The Kansas City Chiefs at Matthew D'Angelo-Antonio's New England Patriots. What a way to start the season. It's going to be a great game. Yes, I'm super excited about it. Uh, and uh, are you pointing to me because you want me to start? Yes, yes sir. <laughs> yes, sir. What do you got for your team? Week oh, one. Oh, man. I They're dropping this. the banners. Let's get the surprises hey, out of the way. They moved the banners. They moved the banners because in Gillette they because they needed to more make room. More room. That's I not have, a joke. I am starting off all of my fantasy teams this year are starting off named a handful of rings, and I will change them depending <laughs> on the players I get. We have five, count them, five, a whole handful handful to show and they don't give us uh and, and when you're when you're the champions uh you, they don't uh, they don't start you off easy we face a juggernaut in kansas city with a defense that can score on you from anywhere on the field um and i think the key for them is going to be shutting down alex smith because the defense is the only thing they really have going for them on the offensive side of the ball uh i don't see a whole lot going for kansas city i'm picking new england to start off strong at new england Put me down for New England as well. I think all of us have New England. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's an easy gonna, one. but it's going to be a fun game. I think Kansas City comes in and pops them in the mouth. Following up that big Thursday night game, Woo! Sunday, Sunday morning, Sunday, Red Sunday, Zones Sunday, back. Sunday, Red Zones back. September tenth, twenty seventeen. Starting with the New York Jets versus the Buffalo Bills. What a dud! What a. <laughs> What a terrible We've come follow so up. far down. What a, what a terrible you start follow off up. with Kansas City and New England, and then you get three days of respite before this hot <laughs> garbage fire of a football okay. game. So who do you got, Tony? Who hosts the game? Uh, it's going to be Buffalo. Buffalo. I have Buffalo. I also have Buffalo. I have Buffalo as well. All right, next we have the Philadelphia Eagles at the Washington Redskins. I have Philly. I have Philly as well. I'm taking the Philadelphia. All right, guys. Uh, next we have the Oakland, soon-to-be Las Vegas Raiders. At the Tennessee Titans. That's going to be a fun game. That's going to be the game I'm looking at. Uh, I love Tennessee this year, but I think Oakland wins this game. I'm picking Oakland as well. Uh, yeah, I think Raiders start off 1-0. All right. No differences thus far. Next, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the in-state Miami Dolphins. Oh, I think Miami stinks. Tampa yeah, Bay. I do too, Tampa. Ooh. There's a delay here Ooh. from the champion. There's a delay here from the champion. I can see the Dolphins smacking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the mouth. So? And starting off the season right. So? Give me the Bucks. You're going Tampa? Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Smoking Jay. Smoking Jay. Smoking Jay. You can't forget you the can't picks that he can throw. You know he's there. I punch myself in the face. Uh, next, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Where's this game playing? Have they re- relocated this game? You know what? That's actually a great question. I don't know if Houston can host this game. That's I wonder where they're going. That's a great question. I wonder where Somewhere they're going. Somewhere in the state of Texas. I don't it think it really be, matters. It has to be neutral. probably have to be neutral site. I'm going to go with Houston. Yeah, go. yeah, 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 absolutely. I'm Houston thinking, all Houston. around. I think uh, Blake Bortles is going to spend a lot of time on his rear end, uh, courtesy of Jadevian Clowney and a newly re- reinvigorated J.J. Watt. First off, can we say how awesome has J.J. Watt been in the Houston Recovery Fund? He started off wanting to raise, I think, $100,000. He's over $15 million now. Yeah, he's raised how a lot of money. $15 million? Yeah. Over. 
and he's he grazing. just keeps bumping by the, his score. I mean, honestly, by the time we record and release this, he may be even higher. It's ridiculous how much money he's. He's raising. a class act, man. So, uh, all props to Houston and JJ Watt. So. A lot of a lot of people are stepping up. I know we. I I saw Michael Brockers on the Rams is yes. also doing money to raise. We actually we I retweeted him at the at our uh, at our uh, Left Coasters podcast Twitter at yeah. Left Coasters Pod. Hey, uh, thanks, and uh, yeah, just get a quick plug in there. But anyway, uh, yeah. So a um, lot of lot of athletes stepping up to try and help. And it's great to see the NFL players putting a positive spin on on some you know issues out there and yeah. taking their their platform and making it work. Okay, Absolutely. next we have the Arizona Cardinals and my Detroit Lions. Ooh, good game. High flying, a lot of points scored in this game. I think Arizona wins. I do as well. I'm going to the Arizona as well. Jesus, come on, hey, guys. Dude, the, the Lions have no defense. It's, this first week is kind of a it, the first, yeah. looking at Once it. Once we see these as, teams in action, we'll differ. As I was going through it, I'm like, okay, I feel like a lot of these are going to be sort of predictable for Because right now, us. the only difference we have is Brian's alone on the Chargers. I see. You know what I mean? Well, let's see what happens. Hey, let's keep going here. Uh, next, we have the Atlanta Falcons at the Chicago Bears. <laughs> uh, I'm taking Atlanta here. All right, Atlanta. <laughs> going to go out on a limb. Atlanta. Next, we have the Baltimore Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. This is not an easy game to pick. Yes, it is. Baltimore stinks. Really? Cincinnati. Yes. I'm going Cincinnati. Um... <laughs> I really, I really just, I know how much you hate Baltimore. I feel like I've been talking them up Is a lot. Joe Flacco Say whatever you want. Say whatever you want. Who's going to uh, win the game? I'm going to take Baltimore to win this one. Oh, All right, right. Dangle. Let's Step out it. on that ledge. Let's do it. I like it. I like Baltimore. Uh, next we have, uh, in con- uh, excuse me, in division, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers at the Cleveland Browns. Pitt. Yeah, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Okay, next we have the Seattle Seahawks at your Cheesehead Packers. You know what, dude? Um, this if, is a good game. If we lose, this is the game of the week, in my opinion. If we lose this game, we're starting. the The sledding only gets tougher. Um, so I'm picking Seattle. At least it's at home. You're picking Seattle. Come in at Lambeau and win first game. Of the, wow. Yeah. Bold. I'm I'm taking Green Bay. I'm also taking Seattle. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. I'm worried about this game. Richardson. You think Richardson comes in and? Does some damage. We just start off slow all the time. Every year we start off slow. With the, Aaron Rodgers has played two drives this whole preseason. The, we still don't have a running back. I think you. I, well, bullshit. You guys. You guys have a stable of people who can run the ball. It doesn't matter who it's going to be. They've None got of it. them are good. Yeah, but you match up well on the defense. Okay, let's let's stop. Um, the Panthers. Okay, so the, Patriots don't have a running back either. I mean, really. You know, they, and, they, and still they got, make it, and they still make it work. And they got the second best quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. True. Okay, so. Don't make it sound like you're hurting. <laughs> so uh, next we have the Carolina Panthers at the San Francisco 49ers. Oh, Carolina. Uh, Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. And I'm sorry, TJ. I'm just letting you know now we're not watching this game over my Green Bay game on Sunday. <laughs> just we're putting Green Bay on the TV. Carolina's going to stomp on San Fran. You can watch it on your phone. Because those are both the uh, afternoon games. The uh, long, Seattle Seahawks. Well it's going to be Rams tough here. because yep. I think we're doing week one of football at his house, so you're going to have to. <laughs> oh, he knows. He knows. He knows. You're going to two you're TVs and maybe a laptop in there. About, he knows. Uh, about well, he can either he can either do week one at his house without Tony or with Tony. There's two ways we can go about this. <laughs> Ultimatums. I like so it. But are you going to leave in the halftime at halftime if they're getting Here's blown the out? Are you going to no, walk? No, 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 you going to no. walk out? No, 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 no. That actually happened for coasters out there. That actually happened once. Yeah, in the playoffs when when losses matter. Tony just got up and left. Let me just say to put to put that further. Uh, Tony's either there on Sunday or not, but Tony also brings with him the login to watch all these games. 
So you're either getting the game that's on cable, which is the Rams game alone, or you're getting Red Zone in the full package with Tony in the house. So Jeez. make your decision. He also brings zucchini bread that he then takes home. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody ate it. Nobody ate it. He it was damn good zucchini bread. You who brings something to your house and goes just goes, oh, well, I guess no one touched it. I'm just going to take it back with me. <laughs> it's damn good zucchini bread. <laughs> so what you're hearing is that Tony Tony Cavallo brings the party and takes and it home takes with him. takes it home with him. So Tony Cavallo losing. produced he event. Is, he is the party. All right. Next, uh, this is the late game, the evening game. Uh, the New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. Can I say something real fast? I'm sure. In a, I'm in a flag football league, which I love. We play Sunday nights at Hollywood High under the lights. It is a blast. It is a blast, and it's the Club Waka Football League, and please let them know how I feel about this. They decided to have this season and push the league back and back and back so people could have July 4th weekend off and people could have Labor Day weekend off and all this other stuff off. In order for them, they pushed all this weeks back that I have to play playoffs in this flag football league during this Giants-New York game. And then next week, I have to play the championship during Atlanta-Green Bay at Sunday night. And if I have to miss real-life football games so I can play fake amateur football... It boggles my mind. How about you just don't show up and keep the zucchini, because, zucchini bread? Because we're undefeated, <laughs> and I want to win. Moving on. First world problems, Dangles. I have, I have Dallas winning this game. Uh, I think I, I, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to go with the Giants. I'm I think with... they're going to take advantage of an Ezekiel Elliottless uh, Cowboys team that might have some trouble scoring. I'm going with the Giants because their defense is good. Bring it. Can't wait to win that game Sunday night. All right. So, and not be able to watch it. So we got a couple differences I'm now. I'm playing actual football. All right. Fucking nobody, nobody made you sign up. True. Yeah, that, 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 is, that is true. <laughs> Very true. Move it on. All right, here we go. We got uh, the Monday night, September 11th, 2017 games, starting with the New Orleans Saints at the Minnesota Vikings. Interesting game. Mm-hmm. Very interesting game. I'm going with the Saints. AP's return to Minnesota in his very first game as a New Orleans Saint. Uh, I am going to go with this. Uh, I'm going to go with the Vikings. I'm going to go with the Vikings at home. Yeah. Dangs, dangs, man. Oh, God. I like the Vikings at home. Let's go. Their new boat of a stadium. Is that is this their first game in the stadium? No. No, they, no, played, they, they went last year. Last yeah, year. last year. I mean, it's still new. But you know who opens up the new Atlanta stadium? Green Bay next week, Sunday night, where I can't watch it. Keep going. Uh, I'm gonna probably land with the um, the New Orleans Saints. God, I New regret Orleans that Saints. already. <laughs> and then the last Monday night game is the Chargers game, and that's it for the Week One Pick'em Boys. We've done it. We've made it. We've lasted a full off season. The next time you hear us, we will have watched real life NFL football. So, but- so for all of our coaster fans out there, what games are we looking at that are going to be the biggest biggest drivers? We got the New Orleans Minnesota game. We've got the Dallas New York Giants game. We also have the Seattle Green Bay Seattle Green Bay Chargers Denver, and then Baltimore and Bengals. Yes, yes, those sir. Those are the ones we all differ on, but it's early. There's a lot of road to come through. We got a lot of games to pick, and I can't wait to see it unfold. Before we head out, though, guys. We asked the people earlier, we asked all the people who called in what their NFC championship, their AFC championship, and what their Super Bowl was. So, guys, it's time for us to put it all on the line. Put our money where our mouths are. Where do you see, let's do NFC championship first, who is in the NFC championship game? Matthew D'Angelo Antonio. I think it is going to be the Atlanta Falcons making a return to the NFC championship game. Uh, they will be playing the Seattle Seahawks. Mm. Mm. I like that game. Brian. Uh, he took the words right out of my mouth. Atlanta versus Seattle. Yes. yes. I hate you both. Uh, Green Bay versus Seattle. 
Um, not a bad pick. Not a bad. AFC. I think Green Bay faces Atlanta, and they can't get it done. I think they play them at home uh, in that divisional week. Yep. And I just, I think, I don't think. I mean, it'll be. This will be interesting. A good bellwether. This game that you can't watch next week when they go. Both of these games to that see I can't watch. How, to Both see how well games. they play. And do not be surprised if you see the Carolina Panthers in that game. I, I like could, Carolina. I can see Carolina floating around in that in that discussion as well. I like Carolina, but moving on, AFC Championship. Matthew D'Angelo Antonio. Uh, I have my New England Patriots. I They are the best team in the league by a long shot, and I think everyone else is just playing in it with them. Uh, and I think they uh, are playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers, who are going to give them a run for their money, but I just don't think are quite good enough. I'm thinking the uh, New England Patriots versus the Oakland Raiders, led by That's, Derek Carr. That was I was very, very torn between, uh, and it's the experience of the Steelers on offense, I think, that gives them the edge in my eyes. I'm copying you, Dangles, New England-Pittsburgh. And finally, who will win the 2017-2018 Super Bowl? Matthew D'Angelo Antonio. Well, either way, we're looking at a Super Bowl rematch. Um, I think that I, I think that the Patriots are going to be hard pressed to. It, I think this is their Super Bowl to lose this year. I agree Honest, with you. Honestly, out of all the even the recent ones, the 2013 Super Bowl, the last year's. I don't think I don't think fans were as confident about those two teams to necessarily go all the way this year. They are, and I think the Patriots know how good they are. There's there is some talk about them going undefeated. I don't see that in the cards for them. I think they go fourteen and two, uh, but I think the Patriots ultimately uh, defeat the Atlanta Falcons again in a rematch of oh of uh, Super Bowl Fifty One. Uh, Go ahead. No, you can go, but you guys don't think this hangover from Atlanta has any effect on them? You think they're dangled? You think Atlanta's oh, no, back think in do. the Super Bowl? I think it Bowl? drives them. I think it drives okay. them to be great. Okay. I think that I think that Matt Ryan is hungry, and I think after getting an MVP and a huge contract, he knows exactly what he is now. He knows that his name gets mentioned in the same breath as Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers as the most elite quarterbacks in the NFL, and he has the he has the young talent around him to do it, and he has the drive to do it and i he has i think i, I mean i just i think they're gonna be good again okay be great brian super bowl uh i think we're gonna be going with uh seattle versus new england new england taking it down wow i think to answer your question specifically about atlanta having a little bit of a hangover i don't think it's a hangover as much as other teams got better too I think Seattle is a yes. really good team, yeah. and I don't think their offensive line is as bad as everybody makes it out to be, and their defense just got a heck of a lot better. And they've won and played in Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. I think they're the team that actually has a really good shot at taking it to the New England Patriots, but I think to you know echo both of your sentiments on the New England Patriots, it's... Um, it's 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 theirs to lose. I don't okay. Know. Well, just really quickly, Tony, a question uh, for you. I mean, what do you do you uh, compare compare? Let's say let, let's put let's put and maybe it's apples and oranges and tell me if it is. But let's put the. I mean, you have the Falcons who collapsed in a in a historic way in during the game versus the Panthers who hung in it a little bit more. Uh, and they, I guess, from a hangover point of view, you have the Panthers who who melted down after fifteen and one and losing in the Super Bowl, even though they were like and and there was you know questions about them being able to go into versus Atlanta who we saw is beatable you know they went they won 11 games last year you saw you can beat them they weren't like this ironclad team I guess so do you do you I mean do you see them having a a Carolina Panthers-esque meltdown this year I have them uh due to last week I have them as a wild card team because their offense is too good not to be in the wild card but to have most of that team return after you've worked so hard 
all year in 2016, every day grinded, lifted the weights, did the workouts, ran the extra mile, won that snap, won this snap, won that situation to have it at your fingertips. 28-3 and with that much time remaining late in the third quarter and to have it slip through is devastating and hangs in the back of your mind. And you can either dangles do it the way you said, where it makes you lift weights more, it makes you run harder, it makes you go more, or it sticks and it lives there like a virus. And it just makes you overthink yourself, makes you take a hesitation just a slight bit. I think that's what happens to Atlanta. I don't see them making playoff runs this year. I see them in the playoffs, but they're fighting for it. Um, My NFC Championship game, as I said, was New England, uh, Green Bay, Seattle. I think Green Bay wins that game. I think Green Bay faces New England in the Super Bowl. And I think Green Bay succumbs to New England in the Super Bowl. And Brady gets number six and rides off into the sunset and lets Jimmy G take over. Do you think he calls it quits if they win it all this year? Why not? I think he wants to keep playing. I know he does. He's hungry. But why not? I wouldn't be surprised if he called it quits. Why not? I think I honestly Write his think last he's, I honestly think he's going to play until he physically cannot play anymore. I agree with which you. Which I hope does not end in a Drew Bledsoe-esque way. Or Peyton Manning esque way. Or Peyton Manning. I think he's got too many people behind him telling him, you know, you've done everything, especially if he wins this year. But I mean, guys, guys, that's it. We're here. We've made we've it. We've arrived. We have football. We have fucking football. It's I'm so excited for it. This Thursday, it begins with New England. Sunday, we have a bunch of games, including the masterful Buffalo New York Jets. And then Monday, we have two Monday Night Football games. We are back. I just threw up a little bit in my mouth we thinking are about that game. And we also have to say a big thank you and a big, uh, if anything, a, a future apology to our lovely significant others, Ansley Gordon, Allie Fisher. Yeah, uh, our fiancés, at least uh, for Brian and I, I know they put up with a lot of sports watching. And I know for my fiancé in particular, it doesn't get much better because about a month after football season wraps up in February, normally March Madness starts. And um, maybe this year that won't be much of an issue because my Syracuse Orange are not looking very good on the basketball side of things. So maybe she won't have to deal with that that much. But uh, I'm still going to be running a pool. I still watch it a lot. So thank you, honey, for putting up with me in advance. I know you won't listen to this, but I want the world to know that I love you and that I appreciate it that you put up with this. All the way. Too. Yes, absolutely. And all the women out there who have a who have a man who's going to be disappearing for uh, most of their weekends, especially Sunday, a little bit of fantasy here, a little bit of fantasy there, and then long nights on the laptop, uh, not doing anything wrong, but just simply just playing the game. And, uh, and I love you, Ansley. Thank you. And, you know, I'm single as shit, so more football for me. More zucchini bread. <laughs> more zucchini bread. If you'd like to go out with Tony, you can email us at <laughs> the podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> He's a good guy, we swear. And he, and he, pays, and he, pays, the, he pays the bill at the yeah, end. Yeah, send nudes. Okay, and we're off. Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. 
they were able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 